Our tears are precious to God. He collects them in a bottle. Sometimes I believe we look at tears as being insignificant, but there is a transformation when we cry before our Lord and lay ourselves bare. Hi, this is Phil and Priscilla Fretwell here with Savage Marriage. We're going to talk about how God is healing and restoring marriages today from betrayal, addictions, and the wounds of their past. And what He did in our marriage, He can do in yours too. Today, we've got another treat for you all out there. We have our daughter, Sarah McCarthy, back with us today. Hi, Sarah. Hey, so good to be back here with you guys recording another podcast. So if you listen to our podcast, you might know that Sarah and I did one together, several podcasts back on how to talk to your kids about sex. That's right. Even though my kids are little, I still had lots of opinions about it. So. Right. <laughs> So, so Sarah was here over the weekend and we were talking about podcasts and everything. And she was relating to me an experience that you had where you just felt like you were overwhelmed with a sense of crying and the power that came out of that, both for you and us. And, and uh, Priscilla, you and I have experienced some things like that as well. That's right. I mean, several times in our, um, especially in the past five and a half years, we've had numerous times that we have cried and just shed tears of grieving, mourning, and just being there for one another and just being vulnerable in that state. I think what we've observed is there is a special power around the tears, both to affect us and the people we're talking to. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like tears are a great indicator of what's really going on in the heart. Right. I feel like it's indicating like a need or a desire that's happening there. Some of us kind of like want to suppress that because I think possibly we're afraid of what our heart might be saying and we don't know what to do about what our heart says. And so we kind of go like, well, you know, like, let's just kind of push that one down and not actually figure out what's going on in there. But there's actually a real power in the tears, I think, for cleansing. I'm just, I feel like whenever I'm crying about something that's going on, I feel like the Lord's just showing me that he's washing away things on my insides. And I'm reminded of that verse in Psalm when, you know, David's getting hunted and he's like, my tears are my food. You know, they're my meat. Like they're his nourishment, his sustenance, you know, like in this time of trial and tribulation. So like, I think there's a real power in tears. Well, with the topics we deal with, I mean, Priscilla, there's been a lot of tears for us at the point I came clean. That was probably the most I've ever cried, but God did something really special inside of me. I felt like it was a washing. It was it was a healing moment that started and you were crying as well. Well, I was crying actually for months, not just <laughs> <laughs> it was months of crying. And I know that in those moments of crying and pleading and looking to God, it was a washing. Mm -hmm. It was a washing of my old self mm -hmm. and God wanting a new person to come out of this. And uh, it was a beautiful experience. I would not change all those tears for anything. Yeah. We wanted to unpack this for everybody today. This isn't really how to cry more. It's really how to experience God in the depths of your heart so that it, it parts the ways and allows what's inside to come out in a beautiful way to result in healing and sustenance. I love the word you use there, nutrition, right, for our very souls, because we have found that this is a, this is a real key. Sarah, what about you? Have you had like a special moment of crying where you really felt like the power of God was really being unleashed there? My crying journey has been, I, I've always been a very emotive, emotional person, never felt the need to like hide it, which is great. But 
like when I was younger, the things I cried about were very different than the things I cry about now, you know? And like, I, I feel like the things I cried about then were more circumstances, hurts, wounds, things like that. But for now, in my more recent history, I feel like the crying that I've experienced has been much more powerful inside of me because it's been more motivated by the heart of God. But the other day I was I was praying over this woman. It was her birthday. I was giving her a birthday blessing. And I, I hardly knew her, but you know, I was praying over her. I was seeing what the Lord had for her. And when I was done, I just was like looking at her and I just felt the Lord's heart move on me. And I felt like he was showing me who she was as as a spirit as spirit, you know, like who she was on her insides. And I was just like, whoa, God, like you're showing me how you made this person and their gifts and their talents and their I don't, you know, I don't know this person very well. And I'm just like, whoa, like this is your heart of love for her. And I'm just like weeping over there silently. <laughs> and then like eventually it's like, hey, like you okay? And I'm just like, you know, God's just showing me his heart for you right now. Mm. And I can't hold it in. Like it's just coming out of my eyeballs. And mm. it's it's like his heart for you is this and I started telling her a little bit of what God was showing me. And she's just, she was just like, wow, like I've never, I've never been around someone who's held the heart of God like that. Mm, yeah, that, that, that's beautiful. And, uh, you know, it reminds me of that verse that says, uh, Old Testament, I, I won't remember the reference here, says God looks on the outward appearance, but, but, or man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at their heart. And yeah. many times I pray, say, God, help me see a heart the way you see a heart. Wow. Yeah. It allows us to feel and enter into the emotion of, of somebody else. It ties back into the verse that says, mourn with those who mourn, right? And that is what we're trying to do here. And Priscilla, what about you? Can you think of a, a special crying moment that you've had that something supernatural happened? A few weeks ago, we were with a couple at our home and we were talking to them and I I asked the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to see what you see, to ask what you want me to ask. And they were talking and they said something and I saw for the first time the heaviness that this couple, because they revealed this thing to us, they had such a heavy heart. And I realized their kids had this heavy heart. And it came upon me and I was just like, like I couldn't hardly speak because I was like, oh my goodness, this is what everyone in this family is feeling. And I just started crying and they're looking at me like, what is happening? And I, and I shared with them, this is what the Lord has revealed to me about your family. And they were blown away by it. Yeah. Well, I think those things come in and see that did something inside of you. And it also did in something inside of them as I was, I was looking at them watching. And uh, because I, I think these these tears, they're not a wasted thing for God. No, absolutely not. You know, I think they're precious. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think what we've come to see is that there is a power that tears have to change people. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like tears have changed me, too, in a way, because I feel like there's been a season of my life where I've been annoyed at how like emotional I've been. <laughs> I don't apologize for my tears anymore. You know, if I'm crying in a group, I don't go, sorry, I'm crying. Like, no, they are free to be there. <laughs> um, but but I feel like the tears at times have been a burden to carry where it's like, man, Lord, like, why am I always crying about all these things, you know? And it's like, no, like the Lord has shown me like they're a blessing because in these tears, you're getting to experience 
my heart for people, my heart for the world. You get to see my joy. Because honestly, the Lord has me crying a lot about happy things, to be honest. I, I'm a big happy crier. And the Lord cr has me crying a lot about those things. But occasionally he has me crying about sad things. But with my tears, I'm getting to experience levels of joy that I've never experienced before. So they've been life-changing for me. Yeah, amen. And uh, Priscilla, I'm remembering something you shared with me uh, just a couple of months ago about some trauma that had happened to you. Yeah, um, some trauma that I have had in the past with uh, sexual abuse. I had never revealed that to you in the sense of revealing the whole story, just by the fact this happened to me. And I got to share with Phil um, the exact things that had happened. And I read him the story that I had written out. And we both, I mean, I could hardly get through the, the reading of my story for Phil. And we were just both crying and mourning, actually, the loss of what happened when I was so young. And uh, it was just beautiful. We had never experienced that before. And just crying, and and then you started praying for me, and then I uh, started more crying, and it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And I learned in that moment that God has such a wonderful place for tears because there's so much healing in that. Yeah, revealing the story to you helped heal me. And it was just, um, it was an amazing experience. I can't even actually put it quite into words, but there was such a washing away of everything that happened. I will remember that, that mm. you walked through that with me. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also the heart of God for you. That's you right. You know, to like be actually represented in daddy. Like here I am walking with you also with a broken heart, yeah. you know, over the things that have happened to you. And can you imagine that experience without any tears? Wow, no. Like, what would that have even been? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would have just been... Mechanical. Yes. You know, robotic in yeah. its way. Yeah. yeah. Not alive. Well, I think that's one thing we run into a lot, uh, especially in situations where there's been a significant offense. Sure. You know, a betrayal, uh, an infidelity, something that's really happened in a relationship. And so the guy will many times, or the lady, sometimes they'll be at a place, well, I need to, we need to confess this, the secret needs to come out. And then it comes out, but they share it kind of like they're reading the newspaper. Yeah. And then the other spouse always is like, they're still offended. There's no softness or anything else. And so uh, what we have found in situations where somebody is able to see what is the heart of God in this situation where am I? What is it done to affect my spouse? What is the pain that they are going through at this moment? And it allows them to open up their heart and express it forward in the emotion and the tears. The tears will soften the offended spouse. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened with us, Priscilla, don't you? Yeah, I do. I think you walking alongside mm -hmm. um, this disclosure and uh, how real it was to me was so meaningful. It is. It is walking with each other. It's carrying each other's burdens. Mm -hmm. But you know, the, the, the tears won't come without a humility for them to come in. And, you know, I think this thing on the pride, it stands in the way of the tears many times. Yeah. And it's something that we have to ask God for the grace, for the humility to come back in and allow this to, to flow out. Yeah, I think. I think I think pride is a huge, huge part of it. 
And I think, you know, if you're not seeking the Lord on, well, if you're, if you're in pride, you wouldn't be seeking the Lord <laughs> on it. But like, I think it could be a lot of things underneath that pride. You know what I mean? It could be also like your upbringing. I think it could be religion. I just need to confess because I have to confess. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm not actually doing this from a life change. I'm doing this to like, say I did it. I think it could be even like fear or anger or unforgiveness. Like there, I think there could be so many walls or strongholds that have been set up in the heart that don't allow someone to cry. And those are things that we cannot overcome with our effort. That's how you were saying it's the grace of God. Yeah. I mean, with these barriers that we have in our life, it creates a pride. And then there is no vulnerability with the spirit that resides in us. And so we stand there like resisting what is happening because we we just can't move towards being vulnerable. I'm just not going to do this. Yeah. So, so here's a question. We will frequently run into people, and I'd say it's most of the time the guys on this, and they might agree with what we're talking about intellectually, but they just say, you know, I just don't cry. And or they, they might have confessed something that's super egregious to their spouse and their their spouse is crying for sure. But yet they just they're just not entering into that level of remorse and connection with the, the heart of their spouse and the heart of God. So if you're talking to a guy or a woman and you're saying, what can you do to progress in your own spiritual life to be able to embrace this? What would you what would you share with them? Well, I feel like I feel like the question needs to go even a step further of like the heart the heart circumstance that's affecting the crying is not just affecting the crying, right? It's affecting their whole life and their whole relationship with the Lord. So it's kind of like you, you can't just be like, "Oh, how can I fix the crying?" It's like, "Okay, how can my heart be fixed?" And that's only through the power of the Spirit. And I feel like a lot of people, and myself included, I had no idea <laughs> that I could talk to the Holy Spirit. You know, growing up, the biggest interaction I had with the Holy Spirit was when you're trying to find the keys. Remember that? I'd be like, Holy Spirit, where's the keys? Oh, he would tell us and we'd go find the keys because they're trying to leave the house, right? <laughs> so like we had we had no interaction with the Holy Spirit. But anyways, now as an adult, I, you know, I've learned like, oh, I can ask him more questions and who am I going to marry and where am I going to go to college? I can ask him questions about my own heart. I can ask him questions about why am I thinking or doing these things? You know, I can ask him for pictures of like how he sees certain things. And I feel like all of that breeds intimacy and it breeds like this caring, this tending to the heart. Because as I mentioned earlier, I think I think tears are an indicator of the heart. And if you don't have the tears going or, there, or if you're scared to cry or if you're, you know, or if, or if you just think it's whatever you think about crying is an indicator of what's going on in your heart. And so the only way that you can tend to that, fix that, whatever, is with the power of the Spirit. So I think there's a journey that needs to you need to go on with the Lord to find out who who's really inside of you, like who's really in your heart, what's going on in there. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. we're not what we are on the outside, right? We are who we are on the inside. And so, um, and the Lord wants to take care of that first. Mm -hmm. what, what does that journey look like, do you think? I, I used to, when I first started talking to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit, I, I would ask for a lot of pictures for things. Like, Holy Spirit, how do you see me? Can you give me a picture of that? Holy Spirit, how do you see my mom or whoever I had an offense with, my, my dad, my coworker? Holy Spirit, why, why does the picture look that way? You know, like I remember him giving me a picture of this tree. Like, Holy Spirit, why do the, why are the roots not in soil? Holy Spirit, why were the leaves withered? Holy Spirit, why, why was the trunk really thick? 
you know, asking him more questions about what he shows you. And I remember when I first started listening to the Holy Spirit and I'd ask for a picture of things, you know, I would send the picture back. Like he would show me a picture of something and be like, no, that's not it. Try again. I would tell the Lord that. And then he wouldn't give me another picture. And he would fine, I'll take that picture. Okay. Okay. What were you trying to say about this picture, Lord? You know what I mean? But I was just was so not used to hearing him or interacting with him. Like that's, that's a dialoguing. People always told me that prayer was dialogue, but I never felt that growing up, you know what I mean? Until like in the last three years, I feel like I've actually been learning how to dialogue with the Lord. But I think asking him questions about things, and I think that could look different depending on where you're at, like in your crying journey or just on your journey with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know some people might be listening to this going, wow, you guys are really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're asking God for pictures and all these types of things, but you know, I can, I can testify from our standpoint that we have heard things from the Holy Spirit yeah. because we've asked and because we've listened. So Sarah, here, here's another question. What if you are a spouse that you feel like you're embracing the Holy Spirit, you feel like you are experiencing the emotion and the tears, but your spouse isn't, mm. and it's causing a frustration in your marriage, and it's just not connecting is you're not getting the type of intimacy you want, spiritual intimacy you want with your spouse. What can you do for your spouse to help them? Sure. I think one thing I always hold to, and I I try to do this in my own marriage, is seeing your spouse with eyes of faith. And it's like, so they might not be crying on the outside, but their heart's definitely wounded and crying on the inside. And I think that um, seeing them with eyes of faith means not sitting in the seat of the accuser. And the accuser would be like, Look at your husband. He can't do the spiritual intimacy with you. Look at your husband. He doesn't want to go on this journey with you. You know, that's the the seat of the accuser, right? Mm -hmm. The seat of faith declares over him who he is inside of him, which you need the Holy Spirit to do. I've had to practice, you know, like, okay, Holy Spirit, who do you say this person is? And I might not be able to see it on their outsides at all, at all. But, you know, but the Lord said something about them. So I declare that over them in faith, you know, and you could pray that over them if they're open to it, or you can pray to just the Lord, but that's still cultivating that relationship with the Holy Spirit of like, I'm asking you questions, Holy Spirit, and I'm expecting you to answer me and sustain me in this. And also remember the tears are the food. So keep on crying. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's really good, Sarah. Yeah. Cause I do think even in the situation where you've got one spouse who is just either unemotional, not grasping it, not intimate, uh, having a husband or a wife that's praying over them and not and not crying because they're hurt and wounded, but crying out in desperation for their souls, you know, for their intimate relationship. Uh, Priscilla, I can think about times when when I've seen you cry and how that's touched me. Something that's touched your heart has now touched my heart and that works between us, I think. I, I'm also reminded of that verse when Mary and Martha were crying to Jesus about Lazarus and his spirit was moved. And then he began to weep as well by seeing their tears, even though he knew the end. You know, like he knew it was, <laughs> he was there to raise Lazarus from the dead, but he was still moved by their tears. And that, that same idea of like, I think, as you said, kind of like continuing to reveal your heart, even if it is not met with reciprocity, right, is is a very powerful thing. Yeah, we were talking about the other day how uh, the Apostle Paul, he related many times how he was crying over people, how many times he had tear praying with tears over them, and then they were crying for him. He, he longed to see their tears, and then he left one time, and they all cried over him. I mean, that was a big part of what was going on there, right? 
but his heart was fully open. Mm. It, he had a fully open heart to embrace what was happening with the people he was ministering to. And I think it was vice versa. We have found that couples that that experience this back and forth, there is a special work that starts happening in their marriage and in their lives. Uh, couples that don't, it, it's additional work that needs to be done, I think. Yeah. But uh, when you get down to the the brokenness between both a husband and a, and a wife over their marriage, over their situation of where they find themselves, I think that opens a door for God to do an amazing work inside their life. Yeah, I was sorry. I just had to chime in with a story here. So my husband, Sean, and I have been married for almost ten, now, nine years now, nine years. And um, I remember when we first started dating, one of the first questions Sean asked me, he goes, so how often do you cry? And I was like, I don't know, like once a week, I cry all the time. And he goes, oh, wow. I haven't cried. I think I cried last at my grandpa's funeral like a year ago. And I was like, what? Like, how have you only cried once this year? You know what I mean? Thinking he, I mean, he is in no way stone cold or anything like that. You know, he, he, you know, it's just like, how are you not crying? You know, well, now that we've been together for, you know, nine years, this man's like a, a, a compatible waterworks fountain, just like me. Um, so <laughs> all that to say, just to encourage you couples out there who are struggling with like the equal crying <laughs> just to know that like that your open heart rubs off on your spouse even if you don't see it immediately you don't see the results immediately it is it is bearing the fruit that you can't see maybe your tears will start washing some of their insights off too amen well sarah it's been great having you here just to share your thoughts on this and everything i think it's a special time and priscilla i would say that this time here on on the crying it's a special place of healing for people that uh, if they've not been there, there's a lot available there. It is a place, I think, that two people can come together and connect in a very spiritual way of crying with one another. And I believe so much that there is healing in that. You cannot take tears for granted. Yeah. Especially when it's coming from the innermost part of your soul and you're wanting the Lord to be victorious in any area of your life, tears are an amazing thing. And if you're looking for some additional information just on the questions you can ask the Holy Spirit to help you work through these issues on your emotions and your tears and being open-hearted, uh, send us an email at info at savagemarriageministries.com and just put in the subject line uh, tears, and we will send you some information back on additional questions that you can do that. And um, and it's been great talking through this. I think we ought to just stop and have a great cry uh, at the end of this. <laughs> I think these would be happy cries, right? Yeah, these would all be happy cries. And it's always so great having you here with Sarah. Yeah, thank you for yeah, having me back. So, so we'll be dreaming up the next topic when you're in town. Okay? Great. Next time in, I'm in Orlando, I'll be right here. <laughs> okay. This is Phil and Priscilla Fretwell. Thanks for listening. Our book, Savage Marriage, Triumph Over Betrayal and Sexual Addiction, is now available on Amazon. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Savage Marriage Ministries. Also, join our Savage Marriage community at SavageMarriageMinistries.com. And remember, it's God who is at work in your savage adventure.